All right, let's do it. <laughs> First of all, fucking hell. I think I think we both said fuck so many times during the concert because we just do not have the vocab or adjectives to describe what was happening. Yeah, I'll say so, yeah. What concert? Maybe give a bit context first. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be in a title anyway. Ah, shit, okay, yeah, true. It's like, it's like you don't have to like click, hi guys, it's like, you Welcome know. Welcome back to my channel today. Yeah, it's like, imagine someone do a cooking video, the recipe is like. <laughs> today is the cooking video. Yeah, like, making matcha cookies. And then he go in, like, hi, he give like 30 seconds interaction on matcha cookies, like, fuck, we know, man. It's from the <laughs> fucking title, that's why I clicked on it. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Anyway, alright, first question. How was the concert slash experience for you? I think, yeah, exactly like you said, um, concert slash experience, because that's a really good word to put it. I didn't feel like a concert, felt more like a trip, like experience-wise, because it's, I think usually concert you hear, you listen, but you realize it's a performance, but like when you're in there, as in the venue yesterday, like it's like every part, like 360, everything around you becomes part of the concert yeah. so it's like the reaction and um just the lighting itself it's not one song by one song it feels like it feels more like a two-hour song in that sense if yeah. that makes sense it does they don't feel separate like each song yeah. none of the songs felt separated at all and mm. i think that immediately is the perfect segue to like what i felt like talking which is where the transitions were insane Mm-mm. like the transitions between songs are not sounds that i've heard before hmm. as in like this is not some you know like stop and play spotify spotify playlist yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. one song stop second song stop third song stop but it's like the whole thing felt like it was never ending mm. and some parts you know typical tame impala where it was like very laggy mm-hmm. it was very um glitchy and it felt like man it, it was actually borderline uncomfortable yeah and i felt like i was so paranoid too long like, yeah he really dragged out his uh, foreplay. Yeah. Non-stop. Yeah. Crazy, but oh, it really felt like a roller coaster ride, to be honest. Like you go in, you sit, and then you can only finish when it's ending. Because yeah, you're just you like taken on a trip. In, in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Borderline a bit uncomfortable, but at the same time, in general, and that's what they're going for, right? Like a bit like teasing in that sense. And... Yeah, I think I want to tell you at times like it felt like that. I realized like the kid in front of me is underage. That was like maybe not not too, you know. <laughs> oh, I think what really surprised me slash us, yeah, uh, was sort of like the the people who attended. Mm. There were definitely middle slash high school kids, and there were like old people. Yeah, yeah, parents, parents, like, fair, you know, good on them. But at the same time, <laughs> to a team in Pala concert. Like, I feel like I I feel like I, I can't fully relax in that sense because I'll be a bit mindful. There's like kids around us and there's parents like, like yeah, in front of us, uh, and next parents, to us, next to us, parents, literally surround. Yeah, yeah. and then there's that um small Asian kid. I with know, his yeah. The small was, Asian kid probably looks like twelve or something. Yeah, I was surprised. I was like, wait, you're here for Tim Impala? Yeah, bro. I mean, fair, you rather the parents to be there than them just coming here by themselves, right? You see, you can obviously see some kids, especially like um high school girl, that they look just like kids and they really try to dress up like adults, which 
made me a bit uncomfortable because the dressing is very obviously revealing and obviously I feel like one good thing about it parlor the audience very nice and very wholesome yeah I think, wholesome in general. in general but I think if it's at other venue I'll be a bit worried like oh like their way home you know walking past the city under age 16 like the the outfit I was a bit mm, you know they they're more they, they don't look comfortable basically I wouldn't wear them to a concert it looks too tight and mm. too much skin in that sense very clubbing friendly right yeah, yeah. I, I like like you saw that as well like I was surprised it's more like it's actually a concert it's not clubbing so and it's not like music festival Coachella or something yeah, so yeah, 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 it's just yeah, yeah. like like you can tell like they mm. dance and then they have to like pull their skirt a bit because it's oh too short and tight yeah, then yeah. That was very uncomfortable. i just kind of like i wouldn't be wearing that to a concert and like you should be feeling comfortable not to like look attractive and just worry about when you turn 18 yeah. <laughs> maybe not when you're 16 not too many nice people out there but Fair but yeah. yeah good friendly, that some friendly parents, advice yeah good that some parents are there yeah i think that's a that's a very good call yeah. I like how we just rock up in like the most comfortable dressing that we could find. Yeah. Comfortable slash presentable. Yeah. <laughs> the most borderline presentable one. But oh I I'm I'm honestly lost for words, you know, when it comes to describing the concert or mm. the experience. Uh, first of all, I would say like it didn't feel like a concert. Yeah. It didn't feel like I was there to watch Kevin Parker and his mates performing. Yeah. It didn't feel like, oh, I'm waiting for him to perform at all. It was like, wow, when a, when the introduction started, you know, with the whole, oh, welcome to the Slow Rush Tour, uh, Russian, blah, 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 uh, time therapy experience or whatever it is, right? Mm. I was immediately sucked into it and I was so immersed for the entire trip. Can you describe how the intro was like that made you feel that way? How was it like? Is it just a normal video? Um, I would say the introduction is sort of like a... Um, it really felt like you woke up out of nowhere Mm. And you have no idea where you are. And this is the first video that you see where someone's like explaining like to you. It's a flight attendant. Yes, yes. It's like a flight attendant, but it's like in space, that sort of like um, vibe. But it also felt very, um, to me, it felt like the society has already gone. It's yeah. like too late for society already. That kind of vibe. <laughs> but it was very uh, medical. Mm. You know, the whole... I don't know what you call that the medical suit that they wear costume yeah, the doctor like the, coat. the white coat yeah, yeah that, and then they would just like thing. explain like oh welcome to the slow rush tour and blah 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 and then obviously we pop brushium right yeah. before which was I, I'm not too sure I think it's a supplement um, and it felt so immersive and it started glitching like and it's a very systematic glitching yeah it didn't feel like um, it was completely out of place because they initially started off very like subtle yeah. And I thought it was me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh no, am I not so sober to the point where I'm seeing things? And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the visual just completely changed to, you know, uh, very, what's the word for it? Uh, it's a lot of like... It's like distorted in that sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very distorted. It really felt like you are just falling into this pit of nothingness. Mm-hmm never endingness and my god I have to bring up the UFO thingy yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. insane as in uh, I like the introduction of the UFO thingy which was the second part of posthumous forgiveness mm. um, and I like how he symbolized it because the UFO clearly came down as a halo um, I think as a tribute to his father as well at first um, RIP to Kevin Zad 
And yeah, I really like the introduction. I like how he symbolized it. Instead of just like, oh, we're going to randomly bring it down here in this song. <laughs> yeah, felt, it felt very planned. Yeah. I think from start to finish. Everything planned, you know, like... 100%. What stood out to you though? As in, out of all the songs, right? Um, I remember we were talking about how when Elephant was being played, mm. we thought that there was probably like the first few songs that we listened to. Mm. And then we, start to, we, we checked the set list after the night and we realized that was probably like almost like 40% true. Mm. That was crazy to me. I think the thing is that like like you mentioned, it doesn't feel like Spotify. It is more like you know how like YouTube playlists sometimes they would make the transition for you. That type of playlist. So it's like when you're there, you don't realize it's one song after another song. Cause they all like like they're like blend together. So you probably don't realize like, oh shit, like he has already played three songs. Because like he packed it into like it's one long song in that sense. So it's like you don't even realize that halfway is like, oh shit, it's been an hour already. So I guess it's good in a way, like seamless. And that's seamless. why it doesn't feel like a concert. It's not like different concept one by one, one song by one. So it's like, next song is it's not like that. So yeah. it's the whole thing like... There was no introduction, nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No breaks in Like once we start, that's that it. Sense. You're coming into this journey with us all yeah, the way to the end. Yeah, yeah. It's just exactly like roller coaster. The mm. moment you get on, you can't leave. And it's just like all the way up and then all the way down. It's mm. not like separate in that sense. So I think it's just very consistent in that sense. And yeah, crazy. I think the transitions as well. Some of It's, it's quite funny because some of the transitions were longer than some of the songs. Yeah, I but know. But the transitions were so glitchy, so laggy, and at the same time, it, it felt right because, um, like, like you mentioned, I really like the word seamless, where one song transitioning to the other song, it didn't feel like there was any gaps. Mm. It felt like, wow, this is part of the song. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, all yeah. out of nowhere, you're just into the, uh, the next song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh shit, I, I didn't know he, he could transition these two songs like that. Imagine the amount of planning he did for everything. Because I, I was telling you, like, the first five songs in, I wasn't even paying attention to the actual songs. I think mm. I was so paranoid. So I was like, I don't know why. I think my brain was like running like a little hamster in the wheel. Mm. So I was looking at it, but my eyes is like, holy shit. I was like, that's so many lights. And then I start thinking like, how many lights did they buy? That I was like, oh how God. they decide the number of light. Why yeah. is it not be shorter? How is it longer? Yeah. That I was like, and they have different light. One is more like um, the wider the one. Yeah, it's spread out. So yeah. when you look at it directly, it's like a plane of color. Some, yeah. they're more like laser light. So it's they're, like pointing, just one, oh, they're sorry. pointing towards <laughs> us, like the audience. Like kind of like light show in that sense. Yes, yes. That's why I was like, how they build it. Then at the same time, I was thinking how like the video, the visual video they yes. play. You know how sometimes like kind of like, like watercolor, how the color spread in that sense. Mm. And I was just thinking like, oh, how did they program that? Because yep. it follows the beat, like mm. the bass. So it's like, it's, it looks like some liquid, color mm. liquid, but at the same time, it get intense when the yep. song becomes a bit faster. Yes. So I was just thinking like, obviously it, it's not something you can hand, like, you know, manually paint it. Yep. So my brain was just like, how did they program that? I was mm. like, it's it just like, I think the first five songs, I wasn't, enjoying the show yet i was more yeah. like like technically i was yes, like how yes. did they even execute that like i was very curious because it looks so fluid mm. at the same time looks so planned how do you plan so much that it looks so like just flowy and i mean definitely these things are quite uh predetermined right Meaning it's already set up before the performance. Yeah. Not like, you know, someone on the go live just like smashing buttons mm -mm. and having lights. But 
the fact that you need to memorize from start to finish with all the transitions that you have. Mm. You have to know like their transitions are not like with lyrics, you know. It's all yeah. like how many times you're gonna listen to tung 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 and then you how know do you when tell, to and then yeah. you you know. But I mean at the same time they definitely have the the cue, like the earphones, but I okay, so. go, you know, kinda like that. Oh but it was crazy, man. Yeah. But yes, uh back to the question, like oh, oh no no no. Speaking of visuals as well, one thing that I was really impressed, uh, obviously, you know, we saw uh, on social media uh, for previous Team Impala concerts with the confetti, like how the, the colorful confetti just like exploded and just like keep dropping on the general admission zone, mm-hmm. right? The standing zone. And I had no idea and I could not predict for the life of me mm. that the confetti had practical usage. Because what the fuck? What? When the confetti were exploding and it was just like dropping from the top of the sky all the way down to the floor, right? Yeah. And then they started using the laser pointers like oh, I don't know, yeah. I don't know how many of them, like hundreds of it them, just like became like sparkling, like glitter. Yeah, it, it felt like the whole stadium was just glittery. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I think it was the very first time in my life I went to a concert. I feel like I myself I can comment that I've been to quite a lot of concert, but it's the first time in my life that I was like, wow, that looks like magic. Like mm. my brain just like I felt like I went to Disneyland or something. Like the first time seeing firework kind of feelings and. It just saw the color, everything, and yeah, it looks borderline heaven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt like a like you said, it felt like a, like an young adult version of a Disneyland. Yeah, where yeah. I was exactly. just so euphoric the whole time. Mm. I, I would probably say that was the most significant euphoric mem- memory slash moment of my life yeah. for the longest time that I can remember. Yeah, officially very satisfied, aesthetic, everything. Just, sensory just overloaded, insane, I'll be yeah. honest. I, I was very sensory overloaded, yeah. not in a bad way. Um, I had to regulate myself here and there, but other than that, I was just enjoying the entire trip. But uh, wait, you were saying something just now. Shit. Uh, you mentioned visual or something? What What, what do you say? And then I just stopped you out of nowhere. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> oh my gosh. We, we are both, have, we have short-term memory issues, man. I'll be honest. Oh, uh, Disneyland? I was saying the... We were saying the confetti. So yeah, confetti, like... Disneyland. But uh, no, it's okay. But I'm moving on as well. So basically with um, the whole thing, what was the song that stood out to you? Is there one in the first place? Is there like a moment of the entire night where you're like, wow, this one is the peak? Or... I feel like... Uh... It's a bit difficult, I know. Because the whole thing felt like it's one very... Mm. I think it's, it's hard because uh, if you really want me to pick one, I can't. But one thing that I wish it could be a little bit different is um, New Person, Same Old Mistake. Because that song, I think, is one of my favorite songs from Ten Power. And compared to other songs, the visual, lighting, um, the sound effect, everything very intense shown. Mm. I thought this song, because I feel like this song is so existential. So I thought very. they would put a bit special work in it. Mm. But I'm not saying it's not good. It's still very good. But I think it's just like they put the effort extra much into other songs so mm. that's why I expected, like let it happen yeah i i expected this song so um but turns out it was relatively mild so uh yeah but i think it's just because it's my favorite song so i i'm a bit biased i Fair wish enough, they yeah. put a bit more stuff in yeah there. yeah because yeah, it means the most to you yeah mm. and other than that it's a bit hard for me to pick one song because i feel like they're all blending together right it's like yeah. one full so, like two hours song. yeah i can't pick just one song it has to be like two songs together because yeah. like so. you say there's no like stop go stop go yeah, stop go it's yeah, really just yeah. like from the start it's like 
it's like a sound it's like a playlist yeah 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 exactly, yeah this yeah. playlist is uh it's max yeah what a banger um new person say more mistake was the finale Mm-mm. before the so encore. they try to yeah yeah so you can definitely tell like it was the final music or whatever the ending music i think eventually to me it was eventually eventually, yes, eventually yes. feels like uh songs they would p- play like say this land when they're about to close and they just like firework like ah and then like you just look at one another kiss kiss and then like family hug their kids mm. cow shit like yes yes it, it kind of gives that feeling happy ending i didn't expect i think eventually when i listened to it back then at home like without all the obviously the music system sound system every day it feels nice but i didn't expect it to be so wholesome i, I think in person yeah they somehow make the song so wholesome it sounds like season finale yeah i think that's why i was like okay maybe if i do get married then it can be add into like the season finale kind of song, like the close of season. It like, felt like a closure song. Yeah, when like it's I said, like, imagine like the wedding party, everyone's leaving. And it's like okay, uh, this is the chapter of my life. I'm yeah. gonna just leave it like that. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was, I think the whole experience was just um, thing quite literally life changing for me. Mm. I had a lot of uh, epiphanies throughout the entire um, night. It was crazy. Like the that two hours did not feel like two hours at all. In fact, uh, I remember like we were a bit confused because after new person, obviously he left the stage before mm. the teaser on call on call, and then he came back and played two songs, which is uh, the less I know the better, and one more hour. Um, I think at that point we thought probably only it was halfway through, right? We thought yeah, it was probably yeah, like I one thought hour. halfway. Turns out it was yeah. actually the last two yeah, songs. Because yeah. you were asking me like, wait, uh, how many more songs we have? I'm like, oh, he's done. He's just waiting for the encore and then he'll come back. And you're like, what? So short. And I was telling you the time, it was uh, 10.30. Yeah. And you're like, 10.30? <laughs> Crazy. Like more than one and a half hours really. Actually, Insane. yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, yeah. I think for me, um, I would like to go again. Like, I feel like I don't mind you kind of know me. I have a, a tray of going to the same concert again and again. I personally don't mind that because I feel like every time it feels different. And maybe next time when he's back in Australia or Melbourne, um, I know for sure I'm going to go for a standing because okay. I was so jealous when um, like the whole, like the rainbow thing and there's like the lighting, everything. Then I was just like, oh, I wish I'm, I'm like standing there as well. It must feel so good. It's like you, you straight up look into heaven or some shit. Mm. When, you, when you look up the confetti is dropping yeah, on you and, and then, then you see UFO all the glitter thingy, whoop, 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 thingy. oh my god the UFO thingy yeah, yeah. and they got smoke everything like I just feel like it would feel so different if you're down there it's like, like oh I'm the chosen one like, mm. like Jesus calling me to heaven or shit because you were saying I think the the, the first third or the first quarter of yeah, the standing yeah. zone yeah, yeah. you were saying that they were sort of like they got baptized by Tim Impala yeah yeah in that right? sense yeah that. yeah <laughs> I really feel like that and then like I was saying how like, they're like babies. We're the parents, like not parents, like we're just some random guests or like audience looking at them while they're getting, you know. As in Tim Valley is a Jesus there. Yeah. I mean not, not Jesus, but I mean Jesus doesn't He's the do Australian that himself. Jesus. Yeah. Like Jesus doesn't do it himself, it's like special occasion Jesus doing it by himself. Yeah. You were saying something about heaven as well? Yeah, I was saying how it just like when I was watching the show, I think for a second I pulled myself out. Then I wasn't looking at the show. I was looking at um the audience. I forgot what was it? I think borderline was that borderline or elephant? 
Because I know it's like a big hit. So I know the moment the song came out, people going to lose their shit. So I stopped. I'm, I just moved my head. Then I was like, I start looking at the audience. And you can see everyone the moment like the song kicks in. Everyone just like so hyped. They start like jumping and look so mm. happy. As I, to me, it's so weird seeing so many people happy. Mm. And like, it just like, it hits me. It's like, wow, like, you know, like I would, promote myself like this if if like i say if i'm like uh a pr or like is that pr not hr not marketing team yeah if <laughs> i'm a marketing team can't blame me so so it's kind of like imagine if i'm the marketing team of heaven then i'll probably promote myself as i'll promote heaven as like the concert I'm gonna, I'm gonna force advertisement, you know, like trick everyone. Be like, oh, if you come to heaven, the moment you open the gate, you see Jesus. This is why you see, and this is the UFO. Like you get, uh, Australian looking Jesus, Jesus standing yeah. there, and then all the like, just the like, blum 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 like that. Right. This is how I would promote myself if I'm the marketing team of heaven. Okay, this is sign how I'll trick people into getting to heaven. Yeah, I'm, sign me I'm up. not gonna do that shit. I, I'm not gonna. That's the only way to get me to be a Christian, but I'll do it. If someone comes to be like, oh, think about it. Like if you become Christian, then you go to heaven. Heaven looks like that. I was like, cool, I'll do it. Mm. Very apt because we do worship Tim Pala songs. Or, or at least me, I do worship Tim Pala. So it is very good analogy yeah. or metaphor. Yeah. Confused between the two. <sighs> I don't know. I, I feel like I'm still soaking in everything that happened last night. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I have properly marinated or process everything that happened. Uh, in fact, this is like our debriefing session as well. But um, probably we're going to debrief more after this. Oh, yeah. I love how you have a debrief everything. Yeah. This, it's like <laughs> I have to process it externally. I feel like I already process it internally, but somehow I need to like process it externally to like properly close it. Mm. You know what I mean? To like officially wrap it up. Closure. Yeah. Tim Pala gave me closure, closure for myself. Mm, it's your middle name, Closure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, also, um, I remember the, there were like three kids or something behind us. I want to say they're kids. Hell. They're older than us. Are you serious? Okay, yeah. I'll be honest. I didn't have a look behind. Yeah. But from their voice, it was fucking whiny and high-pitched. And and they were like fucking loud the entire time. They're drunk. They, they were drunk, drunk. Yeah. They, and they were like... They were already drunk and they walk in holding more drinks. And they're so clumsy the way they sit there, just like struggling, and they talk so loud, loud, so loud. Yeah, yeah. And the, the thing is that it's fucking lame, whatever they were talking about. And even the whole, like, whenever Kevin will say something, and then they're just like, nice. <laughs> like, fuck, man. And the whole, oh, yeah. And they were like, oh, slay, slay. Oh, my God, that's so lame. Just shut the fuck up. It's not funny. It's funny on text, but in real life, you're a fucking loser. It's like, shut you know the fuck how, up. like, some people, like, they type like that online on TikTok, and then yeah. people actually talk like that in real life. No, or that's... people who say lol in real life, go yeah, fuck yourself. That's so embarrassing. Like, lol. Man, so your loud. mother didn't give you love, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, so Well, lame. your parents didn't give you enough attention that you had to come to Tim Pala concert and just, like, you know, do actually, your best to get though, attention. True, though. I think even no the wonder kid. they didn't come with their parents. The parents don't care. Oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the kids in front of us, she came with her parents, but she still very, you know, want that attention and stuff. Oh, yeah. Can you describe the, the kid a bit? Because I feel like it would be inappropriate for me to describe. Yeah. 
someone think, who could potentially be underage and a female. Yeah, I think um, I guess it's good in a way the kid happened to be standing in front of me, not you, because yeah, it would be man. so awkward for you. I was like, please don't block the, my view. The kid is underage, um, like very you know objectively underage. You can just tell, and then uh, uh, her outfit was very tight fitting, and. Um, so I think it would be awkward. You don't know where to stare. Like, you don't know where to look. If you look straight, it's gonna be her, you know. Uh, 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 I know. You know. And the worst part is that we were sitting, standing, sitting, standing, and she was yeah. standing the whole time. Yeah. So my and my eye level would be Yeah, and the skirt is very short, so she doesn't look too comfortable. She has to she she has to adjust her dress here and there. And at the same time, like how I describe like um I felt so bad, but I laughed at her quite a few times because like there's some move like you just know it's not even according to the beat or the bass of the songs. It just to dance to look hot in that sense. Mm. Like she dance like she dance like how girls dance in euphoria or shit. <laughs> yeah. And you know, like very sober-ish in that sense. So it's kind of like to me, it's a combination. She's sober. Yeah, she had probably one beer or one can soft drink, whatever. Yeah. She was with her parents and yeah. relatives for and, and uncle, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um and she wasn't dancing to the beat. Or who knows, maybe she's just not too advanced to music in that sense. But like I feel like she's dancing exactly how she imagined hot girls would be dancing in a club. Mm. And she danced like how people dance in a club. I feel like if you're old enough, you've been to a club and a concert, you would understand that's a bit different. Like in a concert, you listen to your music, you enjoy, then you just dance to a beat or whatever. The The whole point is not to be attractive. Yeah. Let's say if you're at a club, then so you maybe yourself, yeah, you right? want to look Ish. good and stuff. Mm. But the way she dances, I just wish this is not a podcast, it's a video so I can do some I moves know. to show you. It's the way she moves is so... Um, it was like you get what I mean it's like like, so many movements stop don't do body like she was trying to do like body roll body wave something that was like that's so uncomfortable it it, it was very like um, for the lack of a better word would you say it's sort of like a very like it's like a mid dance like yeah. mating ritual or some shit like yeah. it's like a trying to get a guy to yeah, meet her yeah it's Which like a, so how, weird, how a bird would do it she's in between her parents and the yeah. way she danced was quite sexy in that sense I know and I was like oh my god just, I can't imagine what the parents are thinking the entire time and you you kind of she, she danced like someone's looking at her if you get what I mean so yes. to me first it's a bit cringe I'll be very brutal if she's like an adult but I think just she's underage like obviously so I'm gonna just keep it like it's okay like yeah. just enjoy the show you you can you can go get busy and be attractive later on like at this age of your life you don't have to be so yeah. sexy you know yeah. you don't have to be sexy at the age of 16 <laughs> in a Demi Bala yeah. concert yeah and I think the in between your parents as well for context mm-hmm. uh, I think the funniest thing was uh, Demi Bala was obviously um, uh, Posthumous Forgiveness was playing mm. which is grieving about his father yeah <laughs> and everyone was like emotional and shit like a bit emotional i guess sort of like you you know you're processing the grief it's like the oh i'm an empath i'm feeling feeling (laughs) i felt it though i I, I genuinely thought i was gonna cry i was expecting myself to cry but i did not cry yeah because it's toxic masculinity that stopped me from crying at a concert anyway so everyone was feeling (laughs) sort of like a bit you know uh emotional and you can feel the ding 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 
and she was there just like dancing super sexy I'm like bro yeah. someone singing about the death of yeah. his father and she's like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just it's wish, so out of place I just wish I can show here like, how she danced you know it was like that. the meme yeah that yeah. we saw it's like Kevin Parker's um, crying about his dad and people just dancing like yeah, yeah. and to look Rocket. attractive but uh, but I think very interesting just um the audience how everyone dressed differently and just the demographic and you see people could barely stand like mm. I find it quite funny it was really funny and the whole venue like smells nice yeah the whole venue smells like a private garden yeah <laughs> <laughs> some random Australian suburb backyard yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a very distinct smell but huh. um yeah I I wanted to pick like a favorite moment or a song that really stood out to me. But in all honesty, I completely agree with you. I think mm-hmm. the entire thing was just a like a two-hour track. It mm-hmm. really felt like that. And yeah, to me, oh, I would say that uh, clearly my favorite album of all time is Currents. Mm-hmm. Um, but after the concert, I was, yeah. I'm definitely becoming more open to liking the other albums. I do like the other albums, just that Currents is my favorite. But wow, after the concert, right, I felt like, fuck, like every song, even songs from the other albums that I don't listen to as much, you know, Inner Speaker, Lonerism, um, The Slow Rush, I liked everything. It was insane. There wasn't a, a, a section of the entire experience of the entire night that I felt like was out of place. Mm. I I think from start to finish, um, you know, I think we talked about it as well. I'm really glad with the whole planning, like us planning how we go to the concert, how we go back as well. We really it was overthought, perfect. yeah. We overthought, we overplanned, but we over-executed, which was perfect. Yeah, sure, in that sense, yeah. So it's sort of like, you know, quite efficient as well that we overthink, overplan, but we executed anything everyway. So it was worth it. It would <sighs> be nice if on the way home I can get chicken chop or something to say I'm in Australia. Yeah, we had to get Macca's. So sad. What? Okay, what would you have eaten on the way back home? Ideally, I want something like stir-fried noodles or something. Okay, let's just, let's just say not in the context of Australia. Let's say you can get anything, any food in the world. Safeway hot stir-fried food. Noodles? Yeah. Chakwe tiao. Maggi goreng. Maggi goreng? Yeah. From a mama store. Yeah, deep fried chicken. Ah! Yeah, that'd be sick. <sighs> For next trip, man. For next trip. <laughs> <I'm so sad. laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I guess before wrapping this up, I just want to say that there is no one else in the world that I would like to go to a Tame Impala concert with uh, or experience with um, other than you. So <laughs> thank you for uh, coming along on this uh, ride and journeying life with me. No worries, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got fucking toxic masculinity, toxic femininity. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I appreciate your presence and your attendance. Oh my God, I'm so uncomfortable with compliments. Greatly appreciated. Like, oh, oh. Show you an email later. <laughs> Warm regards. <laughs> kind regards, Aaron. Anyway, um, I guess, yeah, this is the impromptu thing. I, I might just release it quite soon as well. Fuck it. Too lazy to edit. Plus, you know, candid. Mm. Anyway, thank you for listening <laughs> to Low High Trip. This is Aaron. And Casey. Welcome back, Casey. And uh, yeah, that was the Tame Impala concert review. Stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, stay high, stay low, stay hydrated. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Uh...